Welcome to the OC, bitches. What? (laughs) (laughs) I knew we'd be screaming. (laughs) Welcome to the OC, bitches and bitchettes. (laughs) My husband wanted to know what we call the dudes. And I'm like, they're bitches too, man. Bitch, bitches and... Bitches and Stitches. <laughs> Some. <laughs> Season 2, episode 19. The Rager. We're raging. Oh my gosh, Ragers. This was a Rager. We have to talk Ragers in high school. I oh mean... My gosh, I, I should have asked CG about that. Uh, I remember Ragers in high school, and it was not too dissimilar to the uh-huh. bikini bodies grinding on each other, the girls. Like, we would all somehow be in bikinis and we would be grinding on each other. Oh my gosh, let's get into grinding when we get there. Genuine's Pony was very popular at the time. <laughs> okay. So today's episode, Marissa is determined to help Trey and Ryan repair their relationship and offers to throw a birthday party for Trey at the Cooper Nickel Mansion that turns out to be a rager. One girl ODing and almost drowning. Seth and Zach meet their new potential editor, Reed, for the graphic novel and are both smitten, which gets Seth in trouble from both Summer and Zach. Sandy is enjoying his friendship with Carter and wants to set him up on a date with a friend, leaving a confused Kirsten. Also, Julie returns from her trip early and is on edge. She meets up with her blackmailer, Lance, and they reconnect over some memories and gain a new perspective on the future of her marriage to Caleb. Mm-hmm. Directed by Tony Warmby, written by John Stevens. Original air date was April 14th, 2005. My dad's birthday. Happy Aww, birthday, Jack. Happy birthday. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, okay. Well, we're, we, since it's just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this. Let's. We're going to be quick today. So we start in. Now you're never going to guess. The Cohen Kitchen. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but it's not a, um, you know, it's not one of those fun, lively ones, you know, because we just finished with Trey stealing the, the Risky Business Egg. Yeah. And, uh, well, he's moving out. He's moving out of the house and he's there and Sandy's there and he's off to his new apartment. And, you know, it's interesting. Sandy said this a couple times. He's like, I don't know what's up with you kids, which he said in last episode. But yeah. I, and I don't want to know. Which is, normally he wants to know. But, he's staying out of it. Yeah. He's like, but somebody's got to be the one to reach out. And, yeah. you know, he's full of wisdom and all that. But <laughs> and then he says, and then, of course, right about that moment. Oh, he says, do you want to, you know, say goodbye to Ryan? And he's like, yeah, no, maybe not. It's He's going down the street. You know, he's not going that far. Yeah, he's going to Alex's apartment. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, it's probably in the numbered streets. And let me count. It's, I mean, it's about a... 15, 20 minute drive, you That's know. Long ways. Yeah. When you don't have a car. That's true. Because you stole one. And I you st- crashed it. <laughs> and he even says that. I know. <laughs> he does say that in this episode. <laughs> but then he says, Ryan walks in and Sandy's like, oh my gosh, the timing in this house is amazing. Yep. So. Yep. And Ryan is there and he's not happy, has not forgiven him from stealing the egg. You know, and Trey does that same thing. He says, come on, man. I screwed up. <laughs> It's like, how many times does he say, I screwed up? I well, get it. Well, aren't there so many people in your life that like just screw up all the time and it never changes? You know why? Because people don't change. Unless they really want to. It takes a lot to change. It takes a lot. Do they actually change though? The jury's still out. Anyway, more on that <laughs> later. School hallway. Ryan's at his locker. Marissa walks up. Seth, Marissa and Seth are saying, you know, all right, we should get Seth, of course, sorry. They say, we should get Trey a housewarming gift. And I'm like, why? (laughs) I think it's a little weird that Marissa's like, let's bring him a housewarming gift. All of the help that Marissa has been giving to Trey feels odd to me. Yeah, for sure. And Ryan says, he instantly goes, well, why? He's out of our lives. He's moved on. And when, when you've just kind of, they're not, Seth and Marissa are not giving the weight of what just happened mm-hmm. because it's way bigger in Ryan's mind than it is for Seth and Marissa. Like they're instantly like, it's your brother, man. And, and you know, it's just like, why, why are they pushing this so much? And, I know. And it's Ryan's really like, odd to me. He's like, he's out of our lives. Just let it be. Right. And I'm there for that. I'm I with agree. Ryan. Yeah, yeah totally okay. agree. So we go on to the Newport group. Um, I wanted to point this out because you see it so much in the episode. The building that is the Newport group Mm -hmm. is right around the corner from the stage. It was on aviation and it was the Federal Aviation Administration Credit Union. But it was also 
the headquarters for CSI Miami. No she, way. Because CSI Miami shot on the same lot as us. And oh, Boston right. Legal. We had quite a few of the same. <laughs> quite a few different, uh, like Miami and Boston, right in Manhattan Beach. Right, right. We were only <laughs> a few, few miles from, from the actual Newport, but they were kind of across the country. Yeah. Anyway. A little bit. <laughs> but yep. there we see Carter and Kirsten, and Carter has the first issue, issue of yeah. Newport Living. Yeah. And, and Julie's not on the cover. Julie's not on the cover. And Julie returns to hear this. And surprisingly, well, acts at least, like she understands. She's so funny. She's like, first, well, first of all, the the other point of in that storyline, or sorry, in that scene is that they've he's written his first um article that's getting them sued by Politico, mm-hmm. who doesn't didn't like the um expose that he did on him. But yeah, when Julie shows up, first of all, this outfit, it's so pretty. You know what it reminds me of? Penny and Dirty Dancing at the end in her outfit for the finale. Really? Yeah. Was she wearing that something? Oh, Penny, the older woman. Penny. Yeah. No, Penny, the, the one dancer? who gets pregnant and was she wearing has an abortion and yeah. baby's dad helps her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Pretty sure it's the end scene. I'll have to check on that. Anyway. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I do remember thinking that it's super Julie. It's overdressed for 10 a.m. Yes. And, and it's fabulous. But of course, when she's told the news that she's not on it, She's, she, she has a, I love that I'm talking about her. It's not me. <laughs> but she has like this poker face. Yep. Of course. But what the hell's going on in her head? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So they're surprised yes, by that. Yes. Oh, and Billy's beard is getting longer. We'll talk about that when he, when we get to talk to him. We're at school and Seth and Zach uh, are discussing the graphic novel, right? And Summer, as we know, is not cool with this, right? Like, not into this whole fucking comic book and them working together. Yeah, and she the said thing. no. She's like, I don't want to know. Or um, last episode, she said, I don't want to know. So as soon as she walks up, the boys are like, Ugh. right? She said, I just don't want to know. Just don't want to know anything about it. Yeah. So she walks up and they're like, Ugh. <laughs> she's like, you guys are going to talk about this, aren't you? And you know, yeah. but at least she's like, just I don't want to know about it. But she's not saying like, no, you cannot do this. Because in last episode, the fact that Zach's mom and Summer were kind of getting in the way of their hobby, like not letting them be who they want, who they really are, upset me that the characters weren't letting Zach and Seth continue to enjoy their, you know, their hobbies. But at least Summer's saying, look, you do it, just don't. You know, I understand that. I think right. that's a little bit more rational. Yeah. I did think it was fun that um, Carter and Sandy are actually trying to be friends. But uh-huh. I thought it was an interesting thing that why is Carter trying to be friends? Because he's trying to get over this crush. Mm. Like he's trying to do the right thing and that they're going to be surfing together. But then all of a sudden I was like, every friend that Sandy's had has had a crush on Kirsten, Jimmy, now Carter. He's only had one friend and now <laughs> Right, and he has no Carter. friends. But, anyway, but, <laughs> no, but now, we're, now we're at Trey's apartment. Uh, yes, we're at Trey's apartment. And Marissa stops with a freaking housewarming gift. She goes against Ryan's wishes. She does go against Ryan's wishes. And it's weird. And it's, it's weird. And it's a lava lamp. And which is even weirder. She brings him a lava lamp. To, well, at least it goes with his beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's pretty sad, actually. Yeah. But you know what? I, I I had to note, I said, you know, this is Marissa doing Marissa, helping the underdog, yeah. but it smells vaguely or very strongly of Oliver vibes. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah, it's really, it's <laughs> it's gnarly. It is. She just, sometimes you just want to like smack her. Hello? And we're back to that. And then when she walks out, you know, the camera lingers on Trey's face and it's like, oh, I really like her. You can tell that all of a sudden it's like, you know, someone doing something nice for you. Yeah, and, and I know. It's a little like the lines are a bit blurred. And she I'm hasn't like, is learned. She, yeah. Like, is she just naive or is she kind of like, I, yeah, it's it's strange to me. We also learned that it's going to be Trey's birthday. He's turning 21. Yeah. Turning 21. Yep. The big 2-1. And you said Logan was 27 when we shot this? Episode? He's two years older than than Ben. So I guess he's about 27 when we shot this. Yeah. So this is actually where we meet Marguerite uh, Moreau, who it's the meeting with Seth and Zach have been uh, set up with an editor for their graphic novel. The and names read... What's this guy like? Who is he? Do you right? know anything about him? I don't know. I've only emailed with him. And they show up and look over. They instantly know... He is a she. <gasps> 
And and Seth instantly says the most sexist, what does he say? misogynistic, like, oh, man, girls in comics don't mix. She's going to want to make the outfits cuter, which is... By the way, what's wrong with that? Well, okay, so so that made me, like, think, okay, first of all, there have been com- women in comics. Yes. And, and granted, very few, the numbers have been, you know, obviously dominated by men. Mm-hmm. But then I instantly thought, you know, of course, it's sexist and misogynistic, but... Seth has had a bad experience with his girlfriend being involved in the comics. That's true. I don't know if that's an excuse. It's not an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. I mean, it's true. Right, right. But as soon as they sit down and she starts complimenting this incredible character, the ironist that he created. Right. Changes his tune. Oh, yeah. Of course. Compliment me. I'm amazing. (laughs) Okay, this is cool. (laughs) <laughs> and he's there. He's all there for it. All there for it. But then she's really impressed with the Who business the plan, plan yeah. that Zach made. And she even calls him genius boy as she, she walks away. boy genius and they both turn around. Yeah. You, Zach. And, and, and then the competition is on. Yeah. It's just on. And it's like, this is where we go to the unlikable Seth. <laughs> but he's he's got this girlfriend it's like it's like what is he what oh no seth drives me absolutely insane this whole episode he is so annoying i am totally team zach this episode also marguerite i was so excited when they cast her because i was such a big fan of wet hot american summer actually brody introduced me to that movie um and so have you seen it i haven't and i and i thought you have to see it i mean it's like you know she has some yeah some monologue at the end so do you remember that i haven't seen it but she's know. beautiful. It's and, just wonderful. My favorite line from that movie is, I want you inside me. And oh, gosh. Then, yeah. <laughs> and it's a he saying it too. I think Marguerite, actually. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just great casting. First of all, she's she's similar to you, and which is great casting because all of a sudden... Because she's so smart. Yeah. And, <laughs> but it's... Um, but she has this maturity about her. Yeah. As, and as well as me. I ran into her recently at an airport with her family traveling over the holidays. I was like, Marguerite. Anyway, so I'm hoping we're going to have her on. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Okay. So now we're back at the Cohen house and Marissa it, it comes by to ask Ryan if it's okay if they threw Trey a birthday. Well, she tells him it's going to be Trey's birthday. Well, she, she says, now don't get mad. Right. Right. Like she knows. And I was thinking it'd be nice if we threw him a birthday party. And he instantly... She's crossing so many lines. Yeah. Did you forget? And he goes, no. And he goes, yeah, I did. He did forget, which is messed up, but... And then he gets really intense and says, what are you doing? When you see Ben's face get like that, you're like, oh, scary dad. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Scary dad. And and, and so many things come up for him because when you think about it, like, why are you befriending this guy, Oliver? Like, we know how that turned out, which was <laughs> it very... It turned out great. It really fucked with his head. And then it's his brother, and he has every reason, you know... I don't know. It's like, it's almost like asking... Because don't forget, Trey was the one that got Ryan in jail because he stole a car, and he, I mean... So, so it's almost like asking your your boyfriend to go back to his abuser. Okay. How is it? I mean, I know. see where you're going with it. Look, <laughs> Trey has fucked up many times, clearly. And after this last time when he, you know, having just stolen the risky business, you know, it's one thing after another. And it can't just be fixed in a day or so. It, and need, like it, needs, has, it needs years right. of consistent Ryan has grown up his whole life behavior, yeah. with Trey as his brother. He's like, you guys, like, I fucking know this. Like, this <laughs> is my brother. Yeah. You know, but he gets very, very intense. No, he, he's he's so angry that she she definitely runs out cowering, which... I, I yeah, it was I scary. Kind of, I kind of agree with Ryan, but he's... he's He's intense. And then as soon as, as soon as she leaves, you can see that he's like, oh, man, I'm such an asshole. But yes. so now we're at the pool house and Seth does that super annoying thing, waking up Ryan with a cup of coffee because he, <laughs> he needs... has to talk to him about him. Yeah, he needs to talk Seth about... Seth needs to talk about Seth. Seth. Yeah, Reed and Zach and how concerned he is about them. Are you not watching this just being like, dude, Seth, <laughs> you have a girlfriend. Like, I... Well, he says that. He says, I have a girlfriend. I just don't want her to like Zach more than me. Bullshit. I, he has a crush on Reed. That's true. He's, he wants, like, in a perfect world, he, 
Yeah. Well, and that's that's like I've got it and I want more. Who I mean, who does I'm that? I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But then that conversation somehow t- turns to a conversation about Marissa. And Seth say- thinks that he should have the party for Trey. Right. And yeah. then once again, he's another one saying, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. At least Seth is admitting that he's self-centered. It's like, I'm self-centered. I know it. And I want it all. Yeah. Anyway. Rachel. Yeah. Article has launched their new line of outdoor products for summer 2022. Think oversized statement loungers, streamlined dining pieces, and easy to style sofas for all your backyard needs. With 42 new pieces, plus a selection of bestsellers from seasons past. Article has what you need to outfit the deck of your dreams this summer. I'm really looking forward to giving my backyard a facelift with all of these new article items. I love their lounge chairs because Briar and I love to just lounge together and they're big enough and they're comfy enough. And I love how affordable it is and how cute it is. I actually, I love the article website. It's super easy. And actually one of the features is the bundles. You can go to that part where it says bundles and they have bundles for every room in the house at super great prices, a slight discount. So you got to check out the outdoor bundle. They give you some really good suggestions on how to outfit your backyard. I love a good bundle. A bundle. I love articles, fast shipping and fair prices. You can save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash OC, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash OC to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I've noticed my morning routine can really make or break how my day is going to play out. Whether I'm hitting the gym first thing or hitting the snooze button, I make sure I'm going to have my best day by starting out the right way with Bloom. I started adding Bloom to my morning routine and I love the original flavor. It's delicious. Their greens and superfood powder blend fights bloating, helps digestion, increases natural energy, and keeps your skin glowing. I love salt. I love sweets, but I don't love bloat. The green powder from Bloom, it's really helped with that. (laughs) And right now, Bloom Nutrition is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnew.com slash OC. That's B-L-O-O-M-N-U dot com slash O-C for 15% off your purchase. So this next part was quite shocking. <laughs> when Julie stops by to tell Marissa, you know, hi and everything. And Talk I thought about it, Italy. So you're telling Marissa, and you're like, let's have dinner tonight. But then it cuts to you opening a box with a key. So I have to <laughs> tell you something. And it's a very open, yeah, this box. Uh And she opens up this extremely gorgeous. It's a very ornate, fancy gun. Yes. And I don't, I I instantly (laughs) thought this must be Caleb's. And then I thought, could it be, could it have been Julie's? Like she's got. What's your story behind that? Right. (laughs) I'm sure you have one. This is a funny thing. I have a, CG got me onto TikTok. And I think the day, the day that you and I did the photo shoot for this podcast. Yeah. Um, I went down to my mom's and, and CG was in town and she made me do a TikTok and answer one of the questions. And one of the questions, you do a Q&A and you answer with a video and it was, do you have a bedazzled gun from the OC? And ah. I and my, rea- my reaction was, do I have a bedazzled gun? I have <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Because I didn't. Right. And now I understand. Now you understand. Yeah, that is a very it, fancy gun. In my mind, it was just like a plain, like, brush neck. This was like fancy oh, it was, pearl inlay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, enough about the gun, but that's, that's <laughs> now I understand the question on TikTok. So, yeah, she's got a gun. She's taken off. What's she going to do? We'll find out. Well, Sandy and Carter, they just finished surfing. We've now established that they are surfing buddies. Kind of cute. Yes, it's cute. And then an even cuter girl named Erin stops by. She's really cute. Very, very pretty. I I think the importance here is to, like, here is an almost perfect woman who surfs. She's pretty. Like, perfect for Carter. Yeah, has a great job. And... Yeah, they introduced that all very clearly. Yeah, yeah. In this scene. (laughs) So, it's... uh, So, that's... So, we'll see why she's been introduced. Um, Oh, you know what? Also, I noticed that Carter... Yeah. has said the OC at least a few times in this episode. I think he says the OC I know, I more that than any character. 
ever. Uh-huh. Um, fans out there, let me know who says it the most. I don't know. It's about South- as much as you say Orange County and I say he's the Rocketeer. Summer and Marissa are at school discussing the fight with Ryan and uh, and then so Marissa puts some wisdom out there about just being supportive. Well, I mean, she, so she kind of explains that she's, you know, what that what she's doing and and Summer's like, she says, I just don't want him to regret losing his brother a couple years from now. Right. And you're like, hold on. You're the most supportive non-girlfriend ever. And she says, well, I mean, if there was something important in Seth's life, you'd be supportive, right? right? And so this, of course, light bulb. Summer's Ding. like, I haven't been supportive at all in the graphic novel. And so Seth, of course, Seth, Seth and Zach are walking by They at, the, at this point and they're discussing the novel and read and... Well, they instantly go into a... Um, he goes, too bad you have a girlfriend. He goes, oh, and I was going to say, too bad it's unethical. Like, they're really <laughs> upping, one-upping oh, each yeah. other. There's a lot of competition here. Yeah. With these two And when Summer, and Summer shows up and she's like, what? She's all of a sudden flipped it. And what are you talking about? We were just, and, and, and Zach's like, we were just talking about Reed. Uh-huh. And he can fill you in. Right. And I'm like, who's Reed? the person that we're meeting with for, and just by omission. Because Seth is like, no, she doesn't want to know anything. I don't have to tell her that Reed's the girl. Like, I can keep all this information from her. But of course, Summer now has this new outlook on the whole situation. And it's like, no, I want to know everything. I'm supportive girlfriend. And he's like, ah, ah. But this goes back to my uh, statement that Zach it's, you know, if you can't fight him, join him. He's just as manip- manipulative. He's <laughs> but just But somehow as... when he does it, it's just not as... Well, he's like, I, I'm going to play fight fire with fire. Right. I'm definitely going to play your game, Seth. And he does it and kind of like, hmm. I, he just loves watching him squirm. It's funny that when you spend time with someone and you can see what they're doing, you know, I guess boys, boys would have the most beautiful woman and girlfriend, any person but they can't help but still pine after. What they can't have. And, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to, it's just they want the attention. No yes, matter what, they course. still want to be wanted. Of course, Seth wants her to want him. I get it. I get it. It's not unique to Seth, lots of people. I mean, everybody likes attention, but there's just um, <laughs> some people are a little bit more um, obvious about it, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so now we see the reason why Julie has unlocked and pulled out this beautifully in ornate gun. She yeah, she finds Lance at um, you know, hotel. A, a shitty hotel. Mm-hmm. And she pulls the gun on him. <laughs> Not only do you pull the gun on him, you actually pull the trigger. Right. And and you know what's interesting about this? You know, he says, "What's that?" And I thought that I I remember thinking I thinking this was a weird it's a gun genius. You use <laughs> it to shoot people you want to kill. I thought it was I remember saying the dialogue and thinking this is the weirdest, most redundant line. <laughs> and I was like, okay, just got to well, say Well, you did it, it well. <laughs> I will say, though, this scene, to me, felt like your classic soap opera. Totally. You know, I was like, I'm in a soap opera right now. But then you take it to another level, you know, and you're, you see all the emotion and you were obviously wonderful in the scene. But like the opening of the scene, I'm like, this is a soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, you're no. Like, it was very, very Dynasty yes. or um, yeah, 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 Dallas exactly. or something. Right, right. But yeah, so, but I, I remember the scene and as it was coming up, I was like, what is she going to do? I did not remember that she pulls the trigger and I, there's I a thought, click. I thought, you know, when you pull the trigger, I thought you didn't know there were blanks or like there wasn't a yeah. bullet in there. But you did. You did it on purpose. Now, I'm kind of I'm kind of for Julie here. It's like she's doing, she's yeah. like got this whole thing planned out. Mm-hmm. And she says, I just want you to feel like what it was like to lose your life for a minute. Because right. this this is, you need to hear, know what Because this is I'm what you did like. to me by revealing the porn. Well, yeah. Because we know how guarded Julie's been about her past. And now it's like in one night, you just ruined it all. Okay. So. Okay. So then we find out that Sandy's going to set up a double date uh, with Carter and Aaron. And you can see that Kirsten is jealous. In this scene, when, when, when you see Kirsten, all I could think was, because now I'm looking for it, but she just looks exhausted. Like Kelly's acting choices. You can see, you know, we don't always... They're not always written in the script, but we, you know, she's making these choices. Like, all I can think is, did she have a bottle of wine at the end of work? 
and she's not looking particularly happy. She just looks like she's come home after a long day. Right. And Sandy's saying these things. And she's like, you're serious? <laughs> like, there's just, there's so yeah, much she, not being said. She plays it so well. Seth and Ryan watch Trey leave in a suspicious Camaro. They follow him and it looks shady. Because all Camaros are suspicious, right? <laughs> I mean, it does look I shady. I mean, it it's, was it's, a specific choice of car, <laughs> for well, sure. And, you know, definitely these uh, giving money to a... You know, it it it's it's designed to look shady. It which looks it like does. a drug deal. Totally. So Ryan's pissed. Wait, but I I love that it's the next morning. He doesn't approach him that night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he sat on it. You know, you he know hung they say out wait twenty four hours. Or, he, hung, <laughs> he hung out with the dude for a while. Yeah. Presumably doing drugs. Yeah. But it is the next morning, and Ryan shows up at Trey's apartment. Shoves him right into the. He's pissed. Mom, what is it? Is it speed? Yeah. Is it cocaine? <laughs> I like your Ryan Give it to impersonation. <laughs> um, but then Trey tells him what it was. He went with his parole officer. There was a friend, an old buddy, got out of jail who was in trouble, homeless. He went to see him and gave him five dollars. Five bucks. You know, and, he, and is this it, true though? Yeah, it is true. He shows the parole officer's well, card. Well, I mean, he he instantly does the Trey thing. You know. <clears throat> pulls out the card really I thought you were just off. trying to pull a ring off your hand that was stuck. I didn't know what you were doing there. <laughs> trying to act in my seat. <laughs> trying to recreate. The seat scene. acting. And he's like, see, man, you know, and, and here I was. Now, this to me, it might be the truth, but the way he does it is still that kind of gaslighter, manipulative narcissist thing where they, it's like, and here I was thinking my bro was here to take me out to breakfast. That's interesting that you took it that way. See, I that got me when he said that. Like, I didn't think, oh, gaslighting, manipulative. I was like, dude, his brother is like hurt. Like, I thought you showed up to wish me a happy birthday and I felt bad for Trey. I did, but the way he said it... No, you're probably right. Was, but this goes to show I'm not the best judge of men. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> well, it's just, this is this thing of... Like I said, Trey literally would need to have consistent good behavior for years before his brother can trust him. Right. So to turn it around and... and but still, it's his 21st birthday. I felt bad. Yeah. And that's why he... That's why it's manipulators because trust me, to, to be the street guy that he is, he's constantly on, you know... They're, they're very vigilant with each other and mm -hmm. who's going to do what. But mm -hmm. you constantly are looking for that, you know, yeah, okay, maybe I screwed up, but I'm going to make you feel bad anyway. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, man, you have every right to think what you did and I get it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm doing my best, man. He didn't say that. He put a guilt trip on him. Okay, but I still felt bad. <laughs> well, so Ryan did too. It worked. Yeah. Ryan felt bad. Mm -hmm. Ryan so. now shows up to Marissa's bedroom to apologize because he, you know, he yelled at her basically. And there's nothing more attractive than a man who owns his shit says... You don't have to tell me that Ryan's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you feel in this scene watching this? Actually, I mean, Trey's kind of like overtaken ah! the attraction. The Atwood. <laughs> so there's a, there's a dad, you know, than an Atwood dad. Is that the one you marry? No, I don't marry anyone. I thought, or you were, Ooh. you don't you wind up with like Atwood dad? Yeah, there's, there's kind See? of, but no, no, not, I know my stuff. Well, not wind up. Oh, just bang, <laughs> smash. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, and, cool. And, and there's a procreation from it too. You have a baby? Whoa, my God. <laughs> you have an Atwood baby? Oh my God, yeah. I mean, I know Kirsten has a baby. Do you not re Okay. No, of course I don't. What do you mean? Oh, anyway. You even thought I was really pregnant because I put on a few pounds in the season four. I remember you're like, Mindy, I thought you were really pregnant. I look said at that? Little <laughs> what a little asshole. No, but you I never was, say that to I was, a woman. I was, I was eating pizza and drinking a little more beer in the last like <laughs> month of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. That uh, is not... You don't ever say that to a woman. No, that's okay. I've done that before in my life. Oh. <gasps> It was during the OC, and I think it was a journalist. <laughs> and she had, like, a dress on that was, like, you know, sometimes. And I sat, and I felt so, oh, my God. I guess I've learned my lesson. What did she do? <laughs> like that? 
I don't know. I, I forget. I think I was just like, are you pregnant? Oh. Youth. Oh, look, it's progress, not perfection. But so Ryan agrees to have a party for Trey. Well, he, she's, he's like, you know, I don't know what to do. Maybe he, you know, and she's like, leave it to me. You know, I, I've got something. So um, I know what to, you know, I know what to do. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. So now this scene at the restaurant, I love the scene. I think it's... It's so many, so many issues with Seth. Classic, classic Seth. Seth and Reed are having coffee. Seth is such a little shit in this scene. I called him a weenie. He's that a too. weenie. <laughs> little shit and weenie go together. It's a pig in a blanket. So he says all these things about Zach, right? He's yeah. like, he's like, um, you know, he goes, oh, and Zach, where is he? Oh, you know, Saturday's getting a haircut. And he's like, and she's like, but isn't he great? And he's like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, he's If you great. like... What did he say? I don't know. First, I think he ref- he implies that Zach is gay. He's like, I mean, he, you get a gay vibe from him, right? I mean, and all she kind of goes, huh? Yeah. And he's great for getting cappuccinos if you like a bone dry cappuccino. What the hell is a bone dry cap? Oh, I think that's a line from the show. I think Zach's like, what is a bone dry cappuccino? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> what is I a do. bone dry cappuccino? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, is this? You'll have to ask Schwartz about that yeah. one. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they, he he clearly is doing the thing, and then Summer calls and he tries to pretend it's his mom, and. Yeah. I mean, he's everything's bad. He's just lying and lying and lying I to everybody. I hope that everyone agrees that Seth is an absolute little shit in this episode. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. So Trey's apartment, Marissa shows up to tell Trey that she's taking him out for his birthday. Which is really sweet. But do you think he's getting the wrong idea from Marissa at this point? Just a question. Uh, I don't... Look, I don't necessarily think he's getting the wrong idea because it's been established that... Ryan and Marissa are getting together. However, he's developing these kind feelings for her because she's looking out for him. Okay. So I think he's definitely like the person who's, it's, and of course she's beautiful and she's stunning and, you know, so yes. So he's, she's taking him out and he's really cute how he wants to lock his, his apartment and doesn't want to get his beanbag stolen. <laughs> Gotta get my keys. Well, and it, it's it. I think it's clever because I think what Lo, um, Logan brings to the character mm-hmm. is, yeah, he can be this tough guy that stole a car and was in jail, and we saw him with the pool, the pool stick, and he can he can he can fight, you know, mm-hmm. he can go fisticuff. But he's got these little goofy like oh, like these. Yeah. There's a lot of firsts happening, and we're showing there's a lot of mirroring happening in these episodes with Trey to mirror exactly how right. Ryan's journey through the OC and, right, the, and the Coens. And the episode before as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of mirroring happening. And it's, he just brings a, a kind of a goofy vulnerability, which is... Um, Sweet and endearing. Like every criminal is like that. <laughs> Smooth criminals. Smooth criminals. Uh, we're at the Cooper Nickel house. Marissa brings Trey back to her house. And he's surprised by like the lamest... <laughs> Surprise I've ever seen. It's Ryan, Seth, and Summer. I, Surprise. I wonder why the the choice was made. And I wonder... Um, Not to have had all the people there Tony already. Tony Wombi, our, our director. They, you know, you walk in and you guys go, Surprise. Like, like indicating like, is he going to like it? Or, or as opposed to... Faking the surprise. I don't know what the yeah, choice was. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Maybe it was the director's choice. I was trying to think of it too. Because like, like if you guys did a very awkward surprise. I bet we like, did it a few different ways. And yeah. that's what they went with. This is my guess. Well, and also because at that point, they know that Brian and he are on the outs. Mm-hmm. They know the story, right? So, right. And then and so as they come by, as, as, they, as you guys fill into the house... Julie comes out, right? And oh, yeah, she's yeah. on a mission. She got in the mail from a delivery guy. She got a porno. Right. And she's she's not like, a porno, the porno. She got the porno. <laughs> oh, can I tell you something yes. that I found out? You know, her? on that box, yeah. you know what her name is? What? Starring. So, Amat, what are you supposed to do? What's your porn name? 
It's your dog in the street you grew up on? Yeah, something like that. It's Buffy Riverside. <laughs> Thanks to one of our listeners who wrote that on YouTube. That's a pretty a good comment. one. <laughs> Wait, so what is it? Your first dog and first, the street do- you grew up on? Dog and street you grew up on. Yeah. Buffy Riverside. Starring Buffy Riverside. I had to look it up. So I have a photo of it. That's we funny. can add right here. <laughs> so then Ju- Julie comes out and, you know, she's like, I got to go out. Are you okay? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, huh, is that um, Ryan's brother? And well, I guess if he's 21, he can have one beer, but one. And then she's like, see, I can be the cool mom. Yeah. Which is like, you're really cute in that. It's really cute. Now in this scene, you can't see what I'm wearing. But later on in the in the bar. I noticed that. And then I was like, damn, Julie. So I hadn't seen you guys in a while. Well, because we don't always do scenes together. Right. I, I just remember this. So um, I had started, you know, back in... At season two, I started with my trainer, John McLaren, former Navy SEAL, who who got me going like, because I, this season two, I just was, they had me in bikinis and stuff. So I started <laughs> working out hard. But anyway, it was, I was, I was walking and you, you did exactly that. You're like, damn, Mindy, you're looking hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I am. You're like, yeah. That like, makes up for the pregnancy comment <laughs> in season four. <laughs> no, I just remember, I was like, I've been working out. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. But it was kind of a, this, the top was very Yeah, sexy. it was like a bustier or something. It was, it was like, kind of cute. Yeah, you look cute. Let's just go right on to where Under the Milky Way is playing by the church, 1988. I love that song. It's a good one. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's very, sets the scene. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Julie walks in wearing said outfit. Said outfit looks hot. Yeah. In a bar, 80s music. I mean, I feel like this is your wheelhouse, Mindy. N- 1988. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so she arrives to meet Lance. And she's pissed. Lance sent the tape and a note. So she's like, what does this mean? Meet me and you'll see. What does this note mean? Mm-hmm. And he instantly says, here, here's a bag of the rest of the tapes. Here's all of it. I even got offered, you know, eight grand for it and I didn't take it. And she's like, well, what? So you already have 500,000 you didn't take eight grand? So what, what does right, that mean? Right. And he's like, no, no, no. I gave it to, or Caleb mm-hmm. gave it to me and took it back and beat the shit out of yeah. me and threatened to kill me. And she's just like... You had no idea. He did what? Yeah. It's fucked up shit, man. And so so this feeling of like, he really gambled with my reputation and he didn't care mm-hmm. is very scary. Mm-hmm. So she's shocked. She is definitely, definitely shocked. And he was like, look, look Jules, if... so I guess it is a big deal that he didn't take the 85 because he's got nothing. And he realized, although he realizes that... <laughs> I never wanted to hurt you, but yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you kind of did. I mean, you did. But then somehow Lance becomes likable here. Did you feel that way? Was this the scene where he becomes likable? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But then she's like, I need a drink. You guys start drinking together. Yeah. We'll be back to that. We'll get back to that. Uh, We're at the party now. It's an actual party now. Yeah, well, she because she said, I'm going to... Trey's birthday party. Right. So she's originally she said I invited us and then a few charity league girls. So it's like, oh, now we're at the big house and you know, we're got out and it's it's festive, let's say. It's not raging yet. It's festive. Okay. But then summer clocks Zach walking in with Reed. Yep. Hottie. I Reed. say hottie, right? And yeah, who's but, the hottie or something? Is it weird that she's, you know, they you know, of course everybody sees her as well. And she looks older, maybe like from college or something. But then I was thinking, why she had a high school party? Exactly, because she's courting well, the, time, the professional boys. Right, yeah. that makes sense. But also when they're like, yeah, if they want to go out with her, I mean, they're underage, so you, I mean, technically, can't, and they're seventeen. Right? The other thing is that these boys are seventeen. Yeah, and she has no interest in them whatsoever. No. She's playing like twenty three. Yeah, yeah. But it's it still makes for good OC drama, doesn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> and Seth immediately just takes Summer away because there oh, must shit. be magic by the pool. But if, then, of course, um, the doorbell rings and Marissa and Ryan are there. And is there a party here? And if you watch the scene, and she goes, "Is there a party here?" And Marissa goes, "Um, yeah." And come on, guys, Ben is smiling ear to ear. And I don't think it's Ryan. 
smiling. I think it's Ben smiling at her. Oh. And, and, the, and, the, and the extras are just like, ah, the extras are just being extra or background. Sorry. The house party cuts to now it's really going off. Technologic by Daft Punk plays over mm-hmm. montage. And I think this and was probably... And here's some of the grinding we were discussing. Yeah, that's kind of the perfect song for a house party, I guess. For Now, let's get into house parties. So when I was a teenager in the 80s... Not house party, like kid and play. Didn't kid and play have a movie called House Party <laughs> in the 90s? <laughs> but no, it's, it's like Marissa has the perfect house. Like, di- like... We had a family, the Mitchells. Yeah. There's Danny, Tommy, Robbie, Jay, and Annette. Anyway, those boy, those kids. Um, and they had the house on the hill in San, in San Juan, and the parties were always there, and they always turned into, they, you know, the core group, and then it turned into more and more, and inevitably, some kid from some other high school got in trouble, and, and big fights would break out, but they were, like, at the top of the hill. I feel like nowadays, since I lived through some teen years with my daughter, yeah, that these house parties get shut down so much quicker if there's any kind of noise problem. And CG actually was at my house once where she stayed. She was there by herself one night with some friends and somehow some boys showed up at midnight. Somehow. (laughs) Well, but no, they didn't. She didn't know who they were and they ended up egging the house and somehow someone, you know, because nowadays with Twitter and Snapchat and everything, these things can get dangerous quick. Wow. And out of control. How was your high school? My, <laughs> there were a lot of parties. I partied hard kind of early, but uh, there were definitely the houses we would go to, you know, parents that would not be there or were just, you know, more turn a blind eye. Yeah. In Northridge. In Northridge. Parties were crazy. Like, I definitely... Did the cops always break them up? A lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so at the party, here's another mirrored example of a water polo player accosting Seth. Are you look, talking to me, geek? He instantly, yeah. He, he, you know, all the water polo players are not like Zach. No, they're not nice like Zach. So here we go. It's another mirroring thing, of yep. course. And, but who comes to the rescue? Trey. I got to say, Trey, <laughs> this keeps, I don't he know what He took it to another level. Me. He did, but it was very attractive. Well, it, yeah, <laughs> no, I know. So he took it to this extra, extra level because... You know, Ryan, 16 years old, tries to take on the water polo team. And of course, that's where the famous with um, Luke. Yep. And, and he's like, you know, he gets thrown down. But in this one, Ray literally, Ray, who's Ray? Ray. Trey. <laughs> well, there's a church with no T. So Trey literally picks the dude up by his neck and body slams him. I mean, him. he really like beats the shit out of this guy. Yeah. No, and, it, and you know what? It's character um, appropriate because he it needs is. to have a slightly different, more craziness about him. Well, you know, he's got out of jail. And then so a girl is standing by witnessing this. And yeah. She like this. Paris Hilton's it and is like, that's hot. Ah, hell, that was amazing. I know. Are her eyes dilated right here? <laughs> Seth finds Zach and asks why he brought Reed. And okay, but how funny is this? It's around a, a keg. keg yeah. And it's just like, it's like, there's no, there's, you know, it's not even elbow room. No. And they're yelling over each other. My favorite part is at the end, <laughs> Zach just points at Seth. Like, he's like, I'm coming out there. <laughs> and then he walks around to talk to But Seth. he's like, dude, you brought Reed? And Zach just goes, well, what? You didn't tell me about the meeting? I've got gay, I'm gay vibes. And I have dry cappuccino. And Seth goes, gosh, what is she, a court reporter? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wait, if you don't want to get, you know, told about, or if you don't want to get told on, then don't say it in the first place. Fucking Seth. No, it's just like, it's like, dang it. My ways didn't work. Yeah. He's like a comic book character. We're going out there. (laughs) And we see, you know, Trey and Jess is the name of the girl who thought it was hot that he was fighting. And now they're flirting in Marissa's bedroom. Yeah, it was like, I didn't know what bedroom it was, but the Care Bear's on the bed. So let's assume that it's on. It's Marissa's room. It has to be. Okay, so the party's still going on. Now Daft Punk is playing at my house. Oh, no. What? Daft Punk is playing. Wait, no. My House by LCD Sound System is playing. It's called Daft Punk is Playing at My House by it, LCD Sound System. <laughs> so this is the name of the song. You can tell that we're... Listen, the that whole is thing. a very confusing title. 
Daft LCD Punk is sound playing system. at my house by LCD Sound that's System. A, that's actually a funny title, though. I got to give yeah. it to them. That's pretty clever. I'm playing that. My birthday's coming my up. My house. <laughs> my house. Isn't yeah. that this song? There you go, guys. My karaoke. We've got you. another montage, party montage. And Summer's pushing through the crowd. To go to the bathroom. And who does she find? Reed. Reed, Reed. is already occupied. It yeah. reminds me of like a Summer Anna scene. Because yeah. they go to the bathroom a lot and they're always Too talking bad through the mirror. we're not singing the Golden Girls theme song. I know. <laughs> so she asks if she's there with Zach and she, and then Summer finds out. Well, she, well, she says, this might sound really weird, but have you heard of Little Miss Vixen? Yeah. But, but it's because you look exactly like her. You are her, well, right? I guess yeah. it's I mean. like, <laughs> yeah, why? She's like, because I'm Reed. Smash cut too. Summer finds Seth and she's pissed. She's like, motherfucker, <laughs> she's a girl. He's a girl. <laughs> yeah, I was mad. Like, I'm mad watching. Right. Seth is such a shit in this. It's not cool, man. Right, right. No, and it's it's so funny because she's like, you know, you know, I'd want, yeah, because I'd want to know if my boyfriend is working with a gorgeous 23-year-old who thinks he's the next Brian Bendis, whatever that means. And he's <laughs> like, oh, she said that? Uh, like, which is the so important dick, thing. Man. Yeah. But you know what's interesting is back in the bathroom when Reed says, I can't believe Zach doesn't have a girlfriend. And Summer says, yeah, some girls are idiots. I know. So you're getting a little so hint everybody's of... having that like... Yep. Yes. You know, I'm an idiot. But here's the thing. Can you like... You can like more than one person, right? Yeah. But you're not having sex with Zach. You're having sex with Zach, Seth. Is she? Yeah, they... They came down from the, the party. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, this is a little, you know, sprinkling of summer. That everybody has a little bit of that, like... Absolutely. Jealousy and all of those emotions. And, and as a teenager, you're not supposed to be able to control them. But one of the things that she says, and it's so true, and it's all of these years built up, is when she's like, just shut up. Because even when you're not lying, you're lying. Right. That's... A loaded statement. Yeah. And and she's like, Zach, give me a ride home. Yep. And he smirks. Uh-huh. And he's like, see? Uh-huh. And he's enjoying it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I think, and I <laughs> I think Zach's like, you get what you pay for, buddy. That's right. I'm with Zach on that one. Yeah. That's right. So back at the bar. Yep. Every rose has its thorn. That poison. Well, and and before that, I did want to say that, you know. Right before that, when they were going through the Here We Go, um, Here We Go Again by Whitesnake. Yeah. And they were, and I, this is the first time I realized that, so Julie has been so protective of her background, right? And all of a sudden, she gets a few drinks in her, and we're hearing that she went to, took off her top at a rat concert, and, mm. and, you know, they're having some fun, and she's actually reminiscing with fun and humor. And we're getting to know a little bit about her, uh, her background because she's talking with someone from her past. She's not trying to be that Newport Noopsie. And he's not expecting her to be I that like, Newport Noopsie. I like the real Julie. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> a wee bit. <laughs> so now she's even more drunk and singing, every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Jack, every night. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I wrote Julia Mindy singing Poison. <laughs> Cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Anyway, um, I do believe this is like, you know, every character on the show kind of has a drunk scene. And this is really the only, there's drinking scenes, but this is the only Julie, like, drunk scene. Anyway. Um, so they, they're dancing and they have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And Lance is... Uh, he reveals that he was pretty heartbroken when she left him for Coop. Cooper. Yeah, Jimmy. that Cooper guy, you know. Yep. And, and the fact is, so she met him, met, she met Jimmy when she was, you know, whatever this was, you know, when she was 18. And so Lance is still hoard, holding a torch from when she was 17. Yep. Or, so he's, hmm. well, but he, there look was, at you. There's a little bit about this and I was like, are, am I there for this or is it a little creepy? I couldn't could, couldn't tell. I mean, well, I mean, Lance is for sure creepy. Okay, <laughs> but but then you know, Julie's like, uh, Caleb's gonna divorce me, you know, because of the whole thing. But 
Right. So it's revealed that Caleb is divorcing you. Well, and she's assuming that, but she's probably right. I thought he was saying that in Italy. Didn't he tell you he was going to divorce you? No, he's just been glaring at her. She's like, I had to get out of there. He, like, I thought he couldn't look at you. And he could look yeah. at me. Yeah, like she, I don't know if that it's been, it's not oh, I for thought sure it was yet. Said. But anyway, Lance presents that if you want him taken care of, he'll do it. You know what? What would happen to him, you know, if I could do, you know. So, and, and it's like, I want to make sure that you and your daughters are safe. And of course, it kind of, it sticks in Julie's head. But, you know, it's a little bit. It's a little extreme. It's a little extreme. But Where that's is it. it. Nothing else happens at that point. But then, yeah. Okay. Back at the party. Back at the house party. Yep. Uh, Ryan walks. This is now again, again mirroring. So remember in the pilot? Yeah. Seth is like, welcome to the dark side. And mm-hmm. Ryan's just like, looking good, buddy. Which, you know. And then, hey, you're drinking water, Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> so this complete opposite, of, opposite. The first, yep. of the first. The other thing is that, you know, we have a lot of parties on this show, but this is only like the, you know, from the pilot, this is only like the second big rager. We had parties at Holly's house. There was parties at Holly's, yep. But it, we haven't been doing... We haven't had a big high school rager in a long time. I don't feel like this... We were due for one. I think so, but our group of kids aren't big ragers. They're not big um, go-to-these-big-party ragers. I feel like Summer was in the beginning, though. I think she was, too. But they're, the kids go to the to the adult parties and those are fun enough. Like, Ugh, yes. Always drama. <laughs> um, and so once again, so Ryan and Marissa get out of there. Once again, they're about to kiss. They have all these moments where they're about to, right? And then something happens. This is the most extreme of them all. They're about to kiss and they hear screaming and there's a floater in the pool. Yeah. A girl's in the pool, face down. Well, the kid, the kid but, but what she said to him actually was, first of all, after the threesome that they had to kick out, which was really gross, that it was in her bed, bedroom. And that there's a... I'd want to change the sheets. Yeah, there's a blooper there. So, um, t- of Tony Warmby actually going... In the now, sheets? Yeah, he's directing the threesome. He's <laughs> going, hey! He keeps going, now make out. Now do... You're like, you know when directors have to yep. yell? <laughs> yep, that's anyway. pretty good. But she says something like, he because Ryan's like, you've been amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well... I know what it's like to only have one person believe in you. And that's like this really epic, here we go, we're going to yeah. get it. But then that scream. I know. Do you think, it is funny. Have you ever had to like scream? Like I've been in a horror film and screaming's hard. It is hard. That scream was like the classic, like I feel like they pulled it from like a Foley or a sound effect it wasn't somebody off screen who did it. I have like, to listen to it again. But it, it sounds like that classic, like, you know, Bride of Frankenstein <laughs> scream. But anyway, there's a scream and there's a it's very disruptive. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's kind of a creepy look. And then, of course, we cut down to, of, of all people, Seth and somebody I else. I know, Seth jumps in to get her out of the He's pool. usually the guy looking. Yeah, it, I was surprised that Seth was the one that got in there. I wonder how Adam felt about getting in the pool that night. Everybody <laughs> was not because they don't clean. always heat those for that pool. <laughs> well, now, do you remember? So party scenes like that, epically long. Oh well, there were so many people, and so many and people, so much to cover. I mean, those. I'd be surprised if we shot that in one night. I almost feel like really, or maybe not. There wasn't that much exterior, huh? Well, and what I mean, what ends up looking like a lot is they sh- for every shot mm-hmm. they'll shuffle kids around and move them right even though they're supposed to be kind of spread out for the whole that was a night shoot the for whole sure property. it was a friday yeah. a frater day yeah you start on a start at five o'clock in the afternoon and you're wrapping as the sun comes up depending on what time of year that is which was probably in the spring but the um you know the double date was happening too right at the cohen house at the cohen house and then sandy gets a call about what's happened at the party there's a girl in the pool overdose but the kids are okay but i gotta go yeah and carter's gonna move his car and kirsten does something that's very reminiscent of julie and seth i would think she, because she so kirsten Aaron says, Carter seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Seems like she she likes him, right? And Kirsten goes, yeah, but... Be they, careful. You got to be careful about him. Mm-hmm. Oh, why? Oh, divorce is really hard on him. Oh, he's divorced. So he's not over it. Oh, no, I think he is, but he's still really raw. Now, but as she's saying it, she's like, well, thanks for telling me. But 
Kirsten's saying this stuff. She's like, this is something Seth would do and Julie would do. But they would, you know, like to manipulate. And it's like, so did, Hmm. you know, like Julie, but Julie would be like much more like, oh yeah, you don't want to be around him. Right. You know, he's damaged goods. Right. And Seth would kind of probably do it in a way that we've seen him do it. And, but now Kirsten's doing it. But as soon as it comes out of her mouth, she's just so much in pain and guilt. And like, uh-huh. I can't believe I just did that. What's I going honestly, on with me? But I honestly didn't think it was that bad. Her follow-up was like, he's just recently out of a divorce. I was like, okay. When she first says it though, I was like, ooh. Well, it's, she's, she's probably, there's, there's, it's partly genuine. And then it's partly, because she just, I think it became a little genuine after she realized she says that and she backtracks. Yeah. So we're at the house party and Jess, the girl who was in the pool, is being let out by an ambulance. It's overdose. Sandy shows up. Um, Police are there. And oh, and it's ecstasy that she's overdosed on. Now, I feel like this really dates the show because ecstasy was big in the early 2000s and whatever, but that's not even around anymore. Like it's Molly. Like kids do Molly, which is MDMA or whatever, which is, you know. Well, I looked this up. Oh, you did? <laughs> well, because did. so ecstasy refers to... so It's a mixture. Well, ex, yeah, it has to be to be pressed into a pill form. And MDMA is the powder form in the capsule. But yeah, you're right that, you know, Molly kind of came about yeah. later on. Yeah. So the police say, um, who's the owner of this place? We found a bag of, um, well, it's my mom, but, you know, until we find out who owns the bag of ecstasy, we have to we're arrest arresting you. the owner of the house, which is Marissa. So I looked this up too. Yeah, you can you can actually, well, let's say you even have a party. Let's say one of those kids drives home and gets in a car You're accident. Liable. Totally liable because you um, alcohol was at the house. Mm-hmm. Even if a person brings drugs to your house, there's a there's a term for it, and I'm not gonna remember, um, that you can be look, she can definitely be detained and mm-hmm. arrested. But then the police would investigate further to see if she had reasonable cause to know if she that this was happening. Now, if Jess were high yeah. before oh. she got there, that would actually be... But how would you know? I don't know. That's why I'm wondering. Oh. That's why I said that. Well, she, so they go to arrest Marissa for it. Yeah. And then Trey steps in and is like, I gave it to her. It's like the last person who should be saying that. Right. But But he does. Like, because he's on parole. Right. But did he actually give her the drugs? No. He didn't. Well, we don't know. We don't know. But see, I'm just like, oh, he's standing. <laughs> he, he's you, standing. You. He's standing up for Marissa and he takes the he takes the blame. I don't think he gave her. Did I think he takes the blame because yeah. he doesn't want to see her go. Because the one, she brought him a lava lamp. The one person that's been looking out for him. Yeah. And, you know. He steps it, up. Yeah. So we'll find, you know. Anybody else? I can't wait to find out. Uh, do we find out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is what we, they write these amazing scripts. So we have to, <laughs> we can't wait to find out for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the episode, The Rager. Quite a rager it was. Okay. Today, since it's just Melinda and I, we gave each other rapid fires of sorts. Yeah. Okay. So PJs are commando. What? Oh, me? Yeah. PJs or commando? <laughs> PJs. Okay. Granny nightgowns specifically. Rodart or Dior? Uh, Rodarte. Rodarte, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rodarte. No, Rodarte. I always, see, I always said it wrong. <laughs> Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Pancakes? I know, I'm my bunny. Your bunny. Top or bottom? Top. <laughs> Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, or Donatello? I loved Michelangelo. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Not the artist. I knew you knew that. Yep. And Vancouver or Toronto? Vancouver. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Michelangelo did wear the orange mask and he was the funny one, right? I got, did you say that right? We'll have to look that up. TMNT, people. Okay. Now, for Mindy... Mine's a little different. Oh. Name that tune. Oh, my God. Do you know that I don't know lyrics and names well, of songs? <laughs> well, these are some 80s classics, we'll call them. <laughs> oh, let's see. Shed a tear because I'm missing you. 
Oh, shed a tear, I'm missing you. Now I could say I know that song, but I don't know. You don't know what it is? Mm-mm. <laughs> Just a little patience. I don't know. That. It's Patience by Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I. Oh boy. <laughs> I hear. I. Have I feel it. like I have to say it with the tune now. I'm not going to. I'll help you if you need well, it. Well, okay, because here's the thing. I literally, my friends from high school know that I know songs, but I don't know. I, I always say lyrics wrong. Well, if you keep I, singing it and you know the song, you'll still get a point. Okay. Okay, I get a point. Yeah, this is a game. Okay, next. Oh no. No one can tell us we're wrong. Searching our hearts for so long. Sing it. Name. <laughs> I'm gonna sing the tune of the song. Oh. oh. No promises, no demands. Pat Benatar. Yeah, love is a battlefield. <laughs> love is a battlefield. There you go. Okay. Dun, and I love that video and what they're wearing. I know the dance moves too. <laughs> oh shit! This next one I wrote. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sing this portion of the song. <laughs> when she cries in the night, Tommy whispers, "Baby, it's okay. Someday." <laughs> you guys, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you guys. Living on a prayer. You can't. Bon Jovi. Oh. Did I not sing that right? That was the right tune, right? You know that song, don't you? I, yeah. Do I you? do. But <laughs> I was, I like Bon Jovi now. But when I was in, okay, I was a weirdo in 1987 because that was 87. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't like Bon Jovi. Oh. I only like the Thompson Twins. I was just a, like, had a I known, critique. I would have done different songs. <laughs> okay, next. Working hard to get my fill. Everybody wants a thrill. Okay, I recognize that, but I can't sing it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you can. Working, working hard to get my yeah. thrill. Uh, ben is a huge fan of this band. Oh, Journey? Yep. Oh! But what song is it? Uh, I don't know the title. Everybody <laughs> wants a thrill. <laughs> going anywhere. Don't stop believing. Okay. <laughs> we got more. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Three more. What? Just like that river twisting through a dusty land. Uh, see, and I recognize that, but I can't sing it. What? <laughs> I'm not... Her name is... <laughs> Seriously. Really? <laughs> Diana, Katie, anyone want to help her out here? I don't know the name of it. I don't know. What? Oh, her I name is Rio. Oh, oh, yeah. Her name is Rio and she dances on. So you could tell me the name of the song and see if I could sing it. Okay. Well, <laughs> that, <laughs> all right. Just I'll like do that with these last two. I'm going to say the songs and you have to sing it. <laughs> and when she shines. See, there we go. We got her going really now. Knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you sing anything from Pour Some Sugar on Me by Death Pour Leopard? Pour <laughs> some sugar on me. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, this episode, it was definitely Mindy rocking out to the 80s music in that bar with Lance. Okay, and can you sing, uh, I want to dance with somebody? I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel, feel the heat with somebody. Hey, I want to dance with somebody. With somebody who loves me. Don't you want to dance? Okay. Okay. That was fun. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like to watch us, check it out on YouTube. Bye, bitches. Bye. Hi, everyone. It's Rabia Chaudhry. And I'm Ellen Marsh. And we have a new podcast called Rabia and Ellen Solve, Solve the, case. the Case. As you know, I am a very smart lawyer. You are. You're so well-respected in the entire world. You know everything. Thank you so much. And as you know, I'm a famous Broadway star. Gorgeous. I sing like a nightingale. Well, yes. at least that's what your mom says. <laughs> 
Just kidding. This is Ellen Marsh. And, and I'm Robbie Chaudhry. But we are teaming up to bring you a show like you have never heard before. True crime meets talk show. Nobody's done it. We're going to do it. We're going to do the impossible. And it's the two things that I love. Ellen, I think you'll like it too. What? True crime and talking? Yeah. I'm there. Every other week, we will have a guest talking about whatever true crime case they are obsessed with. We have a list, everything from the Lacey Peterson murder. Yeah, some of the most famous cases you've ever heard of, obviously, like John JonBenet Ramsey, the West Memphis Three. Chris Watts, Khalif Browder. Elisa Lamb, Madeline McCain. Sandra Bland, the Springfield Three. The list goes on and on. But they are all cases that you know, and we are going to dive in deep with someone else and just talk about them. No, we're going to solve the case, Ellen. That's right. We're going to solve the case. So subscribe to Rabia and Ellen Solve the Case wherever you get your podcasts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.